everybody and welcome to another SUP Border video. This time we're going to be talking about drafting in SUP Racing. We've got Blue Ewer back in the studio here. He's going to share his insights and tips into drafting. Blue, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> really nice to have you back here. You said some great insights on the previous video that we've done on getting into SUP Racing. So if you haven't seen that, make sure you do go and have a look. It gives you just a really good breakdown of some of the training things you can do to get yourself prepared for the next race. Today, we're talking about drafting. Yeah. I'm quite new to this drafting, so it's gonna be really interesting to hear your thoughts and I'm gonna learn a lot, so hopefully you do as well watching this video. First off, Blue, can you just tell us what is drafting? Yeah, sure, so drafting is basically, I'm sure anyone who's done some racing has seen it, um, it's when you're basically using the slipstream of the person in front of you uh, to get an advantage and save some energy, essentially, basically. Yeah, so that's that's why we do it. It's just to save energy. Getting in behind someone, you are kind of in their slipstream. You're not using as much effort or energy. It's kind of what what percentage would you say? Maybe 60 percent less energy. It can be. Yeah, it depends. Um, depends how fast you're going and how many people in the chain that you're following. Obviously, if there's a if there's a bigger chain, then if you're towards the back of a bigger chain, you'll generally feel more of an effect than if you're further towards the front of it. Um, but absolutely, it can, it can speed you up. You can be going a lot faster um, than you usually be able to go or be able to follow someone faster than you usually be able to follow um, for a longer period of time. Uh, Gives you a bit of a rest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So can you just give us maybe some, just a list of things of how we can draft? Because I know a lot of people may not feel confident enough to do it because they're not sure of how to do it. Yeah, so sure. just a, a few tips on how we can start drafting. When you're drafting someone, there's a few types of drafting you can do. The most popular kind of drafting is when you're all, directly behind the board um, but you can also draft from people's side wash which is coming off the side um, but for most people especially when you're starting to draft um, the easiest way to do it is to be directly behind someone um, so normally when you're padding especially like a long distance race you're going to be pretty focused on your technique and in a rhythm um, but when you're drafting this will change um, so the rhythm that you're padding at the pace you're paddling at is going to be kind of dictated by the people you're following um, so the important things when you're drafting is you need to stay super central and super close towards the back of their board. Um, so the tighter you are to the back of their board, um, the more of an effect you're going to feel from it. Uh, the further away, the, the less you're going to feel it. Um, and it's going to be more sensitive. So if you do start to drift to the slide side, um, to the side slightly, um, you're going to get pushed across more um, and it's going to be harder to get back in. So rather than doing how many strokes you normally do on each side, you've generally got to swap sides a little bit more um, because you're not focusing on that technique. You're focusing on just staying in that perfect spot right behind the board, um, just to maximize the amount of pull you're getting from them, basically. Yeah, when I've done it before, just on, I don't race, just yeah. on like touring paddles or things, I jump in someone's uh, slipstream. I'm generally looking at the back of their board and trying to figure out their pace. Is that something you'd be looking at doing? Do you focus on a certain area or do you try and match their speed? Yeah, sure, so yeah, I'm always looking at the tail of the board, looking at the nose of my board and the tail of theirs, making sure I'm lined up nicely. Um, it's good sometimes to look at how many strokes you do on each side or keep an eye on which side they're paddling on um, because if you are on that same kind of side then it's easier generally to stay in line with them um, but your focus shouldn't be on your paddling or their paddling really it's just keeping your nose in line with theirs um, so you're, you might find, find that you'll be paddling at a completely different kind of rhythm to the person that you're drafting um, or it might be similar so the main thing to focus on is yeah the nose of your board and the tail of theirs really. So I guess it's really important to choose who you draft as well yeah, because definitely. you don't want to draft someone that's maybe paddling slower than you usually would because that's yeah. going to change your whole rhythm, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you always want to be drafting someone who's faster than you, or going faster than you are. 
but you can also work with people. So, um, for example, if you were drafting me for a long period of race, um, I wouldn't be feeling tired and you can work together and swap over drafts. Um, but yeah, when you're racing, especially on like a long distance race, um, you see a lot of people, a lot of the fast paddlers will generally start fairly near to each other because they know they got off the line and they're going to be close to someone who's fast. They can jump in that draft with them. Whereas if they're on their own, they're kind of on their own, they can't work with anyone. Um, so yeah, definitely pick who you're drafting. Um, so you can find, get onto the tail of someone who you know is faster than you. Um, jump on there and even if you can only hold that for 500 meters, um, still going to really open up a gap from um, the people you usually be paddling with um, and to where you are. So we yeah, always pick someone who's nice and fast. Yeah, right, definitely. It might be hard to catch that person though, mind it, if yeah. they are a little bit faster. Yeah. So like you said, off the line, it's really good to just try and get yourself into the fastest group. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with most people, obviously there are some people who are a lot faster than you and we're able to hold the pace, but with a lot of people, they start hard and they start fast. And if you just put that sprint in and work really hard to stay on them, even if you obviously can't keep that pace up for the whole race, um, you're better off putting in that hard work to stay with that kind of group of people rather than being like, oh, I can't keep this pace up and just easing off. Um, because as soon as you lose them, you're not going to get them back really. Yeah. Um, not unless you, you have got it in you to catch them, but if they are faster than you, um, I'd always say just work hard um, for as long as you can to stay with them because it's really going to open up a gap from the rest of the field and where you are. If you do find yourself in one of the draft trains, I believe they call it, is that right? Yeah, yeah. In the correct term, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a draft train. Um, and you maybe you're in the middle somewhere and maybe someone else is trying to come in. There might be a lot happening. What are some of the etiquette rules? Do you let people in? Is it is drafting okay? Some people might not think drafting is okay to do. They might want to prefer to paddle by themselves, but it is allowed, right? Yeah, yeah, it is allowed. Um, so if you're racing in the UK, generally people are drafting, you're getting to your draft chain, and then if you want to come out of it, you'll come out of it. Um, it's, it's a little bit different when you're abroad. Uh, it's a lot more competitive, um, and there is some etiquette, but it's not quite so much as there is over here. Um, so obviously you should be respectful really if you're banging into the person behind you all the time it's going to start to really annoy them um, so you don't want to do that too much um, but at the end of the day you are allowed to do that um, so same with like you say people coming in um, a lot of people you'll find will try and block you so they stay super tight to the board so you can't get in um, but I found especially when you're racing abroad um, people sometimes won't just take no for an answer um, and you will have people rubbing up against you um, and kind of pushing in on you and kind of cutting in your drafting and cutting you out. Um, and you've really got a few options there. So you either kind of push back and rub back and rubbing is absolutely fine in racing. Um, pushing someone in or pushing their board obviously isn't allowed. Um, so you've got really a few options when someone's trying to get in on you in a draft chain. Um, so you can either let them in um, and let them go past or you can push back against them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's down to you really. Uh, there is a metrica, it is probably good sometimes to swap around the draft and the draft chain as well. So if you are letting someone in, you can, especially if you're kind of further towards the front, if you let someone in, um, then obviously it can give you a bit more rest and make the drafting a bit easier for you. Um, and you'll see this quite a bit, especially towards the front of races, people will generally work together. Um, or if they're, for example, if I was in a, in a draft chain and someone had cut in and they've gone in front of me and they can't hold the pace and we lose the people in front, You'll also find people kind of behind working together to catch groups in front. Um, so cutting in's allowed, people will cut in, people will also shop the drafting uh, to work together or to, to work against you. You can, people will sometimes literally sit on your draft for the whole race um, and they're swimming past you at the very end. Um, and although it is maybe a little bit frowned upon, um, it's racing and it's fine, um, especially if you're doing a big race somewhere and there's people's money, there's prize money on the line, there's people helping, some people are earning a living. 
um, they're going to do whatever they can to win. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. if it's within the rules, then it's not really great etiquette, though, is it? No, if you're going to no. stick behind. But yeah. this has happened to you. This is a past experience. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, racing like abroad, you get. I've had plenty of people rubbing in on me. I mean, when I was in in Hungary in 2021 at World Championships in the distance race, I remember having some guy from wherever come um, and he cut in on me basically on the drive chain and then I basically was like having none of it so I was kind of keeping paddling wasn't really giving him anything letting him get in um, and eventually he basically kind of caught a rail and then his board kind of came up against the side of me and the two of us ended up falling in and I lost the great draft chain that I was with and losing places so things happen uh, this year I was pushed in at the Worlds as well so things happen like um, it's part of racing uh, races aren't don't go perfectly all the time it's not always like smooth running um so yeah you just gotta maybe move on and go <laughs> yeah, <there>. exactly <laughs> when you are in that draft chain you said people working together are you talking to each other is it quite vocal of people saying look i'm going to take over the lead or yeah like sure that? i mean it depends who you are really right. so i know some people i've worked with and they're always talking to you and some people are quite vocal and other people won't say won't say a word um so definitely i think like someone someone you know or you paddle with or you know you're close speed with a lot of time you will work together um but you get some people who will completely block you out and they will just follow you and you can ask them to take a draft and you got no response. So um depends on who you're paddling with. Yeah. Um, but people do, yeah, people will talk and work together as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then also at what point, say you're in a really long draft train and you're at the back, at what point do you start overtaking people? Maybe that is that when you're not, feel like you're paddling at your fastest or? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, if, absolutely. So you'll find generally draft chains, if you're in a big draft chain, they will split up and come together and stuff. Um, people will find they're going too slow and want to make moves. So if you're at the back and you see someone break off and you think, oh, they're going to go, then a lot of time you'll see other paddlers kind of break off with them and join. Um, but alternatively, if you're feeling really fresh yourself and everyone's going slowly, don't hold back and don't be afraid to break out because um, everyone might be feeling fresh, but you never know everyone in that draft chain. They might be going slowly because they might, they might all be feeling it. And if you're feeling good, then you can get away from them. Um, so if you're at the back of the drafting, don't don't be afraid to make a move. Um, don't always just hold back and wait to the last minute. Uh, if you're feeling good, you can always make a move. And if people jump on you or you don't make any ground, you can just slip back into where you are. Um, but yeah, definitely it's worth a go. Um, mix things up, and you can yeah, you can by doing that, you can kind of lose a few people from that draft chain because um, the pace is going to pick up, and some people probably won't be able to handle that. What are some tips that people can do to practice drafting if they haven't done it before? Because some people might go into a race had never drafted before if this is their first race or second race what can they do to practice drafting yeah sure i mean putting into practice if you if you do go paddling with a group or with a few friends um it's good to practice it together um you don't have to go paddle 10k drafting a friend um but if you're paddling at high intensities and getting one person to work hard and the other one to draft them um it's a really good way to practice it um and you can kind of swap around between each other um, and also varying intensities because when you are racing, you rarely find that everyone will keep the exact same pace throughout the race. It will pick up and drop off throughout the race. Um, so it's being able to adapt to that through drafting someone. Um, so just practicing it, practicing drafting in different conditions and at different intensities is yeah good practice. Is there anything else you'd like to add to this amazing conversation? I've learned so much about drafting. <laughs> yeah, is sure. there anything else you'd like to add? I always believe in being a good sport. Um, I'm not a dirty racer, never have been. Um, it's not really the kind of person I am. Um, but yeah, be be respectful of everyone. Um, but someone does kind of yeah, someone does make a move on you and does something you don't agree with. Um, if you want to raise a protest, raise a protest. But it is part of racing. Um, 
and is allowed to be done. Um, so there's only, yeah, there's only so much you can complain about. <laughs> um, so yeah, you just got to accept that racing is racing sometimes and you can't win it every time. No. Well, thank you so much, Blue, for sharing all those insights. That's all right. Hope that you learn a lot watching that. I certainly did as well, just sitting here listening to Blue. Blue, you're going to be back as well, giving us some more videos on racing technique, things like that. Make sure you do check out the other videos we've done with Blue as well. Thank you again for tuning in, and we'll see you on another racing sub video with Blue very soon. Cool. Thank you.